Hello, welcome to another enjoyable episode of Journey with Michael and Ryan. How are you doing? It's going to be a restful and rejuvenating episode today. That Look at that alliteration right there. All about it. Yeah. Well, we're speaking something that we have had to and want to dive deep into is, is sleep. Yeah, man. It's such a huge problem. Yeah. Like, it's such a huge issue. Like, bigger than we even considered it to be. Um, even when we were incepting um, our sleep formula, mm. like we realized it was something that people needed support with, but it, it wasn't until we started to go out and have these thousands of conversations with people at, at expos that we started to realize how terrible people are sleeping yeah. and just how much information people didn't have yep. around um, sleep hygiene and how to actually optimize and get the best out of your sleep what's really taken from me because that number isn't an exaggeration we have spoken to thousands and thousands of people this year so far and will continue to do so and um what's really popped out at me is just the the reliance on pharmaceutical sleep aids mm. that people i mean i've had conversations with people that have been on like zoplicone for like 20 years 20 years and taking it every day every day every single day and it's just not doing them any favors no not at all if anything it's just making things worse because they're not actually getting to the root cause of of why they're having sleep apnea or sleep disturbances um, they're merely just sort of masking the symptoms um, and gradually over time just needing to take more and more pharmaceuticals yeah and the thing with pharmaceuticals it, it's not allowing you to get actual sleep nope. it's giving you rest uh, it's, it's shutting your body down yeah um so you're you're getting the rest, but to, to get into those deeper brainwave states of, of theta and, and deeper, where you can get your REM sleep, your non-REM sleep, your deep rest, you know, go through the sleep cycle. Um, these these sleep aids, these pharmaceutical sleep aids are, are not doing that. So you, you might be getting a shutdown eight hours, but you're not getting a, an eight hours of where your body and your brain can flush out the day's energy. It can, it can you, you go through all of the the things that it needs to do help your organs regenerate all this sort of thing yeah. and um and what what's peculiar to me is the doctors that are keeping these people on these pharmaceuticals for years and years yeah it boggles my mind well it's a, the way they make money it's the yeah. way they get kickbacks you know the pharmaceutical in industry isn't designed to get people off them the pharmaceutical industry is designed to maintain a customer for life yeah you know, that's what they want to do. That's their end goal is, mm. is profits. Not, it's not about supporting people. Mm. Um, like, yes, doctors have patients' best interests at heart, but merely the game that they've been forced to play isn't in the patient's favour. Yeah, just legal drug dealers, right? Totally. Yeah, because there's no point. Uh, in the conversations I've had with these people, I'm... I like to pry a little bit and I'll say, okay, well, every time you go to your doctor, get a new prescription, do they ask you how your stress levels are? Do they? Are? And, and the same thing could be called for, for SSRIs and antidepressants and things. Are they asking about what your life's like, your food intake and, and all of your output and different things? And, and they say, no, I just turn up. They ask me the basic questions of how I'm doing and how I'm sleeping and is these pills working? And, and look, I'm not taking it away that there is a, a necessary need for everything at some time, right? I'm not... I'm not dis distorting that, um, but to be on it for countless number of years, it, it, it's shocking. 
yeah yeah and then it just becomes part of people's lives right even if the issue isn't getting fixed they still just are in the habitual taking of it Mm. you know hoping that eventually it may work or just succumbing to the fact or the idea that that's just how they're going to sleep forever yeah and they're still looking for natural alternatives like they know it's not good for them because they're turning up and having conversations with us oh it's totally and it's like the amount of people that get drawn in by simply the word sleep yeah is it's mind-boggling it's actually. blowing my it's, mind it's, it's mind-boggling it's like one of those things that we're still like taken away at every expo just like how many conversations we have with people predominantly about sleep um and and how much of an issue it is and how much yeah just people just don't know and understand that there's so many different ways to help and it's interesting because it is a unique journey for Mm. for most people it's a unique journey yeah there's lots of different levers that you can pull um and we will be touching on them today but it's like it does take a little bit of self-exploration it does take a little bit about understanding and knowledge and it's like that's the that can be the most challenging thing for people is actually just like bridging that gap like actually bridging that knowledge gap realizing that they do need to actually educate themselves on how to improve their sleep quality yep and there's not going to be something that's going to just instantly fix it either it's going to be a process because if you've if you've had disturbed sleep for for many years okay well that's come from somewhere that's it's been taught somewhere and now it's become a habit within the body um now if you're waking up at certain same certain times of the night that could be uh particularly might be aimed at a certain organ in your body um that is waking you up because it's not functioning properly or it's just a signal going hey hey look at me feel me um this is why i'm waking you up so well, we could go real deep in traditional chinese medicine right now mike oh yeah <laughs> oh we could so it's like even even in that it's like it is a beautiful thing because when you're looking at the traditional chinese medicine um cycle we have a 24-hour cycle throughout the body and every energy is either getting energy or detoxifying energy at a specific two-hour period throughout the day mm. and when you can start to actually look and understand people and when you can see where your energy dips are or even when you are waking up at night that can co- correspond to the actual organ because it's it, predominantly around it's not functioning or detoxifying properly. Mm. And then you're like, okay, cool, what can I actually do to support that organ? You know, if you're waking up at three o'clock every single night, it's actually around detoxification of the liver. Mm. So it's like, okay, what can I do to actually support my liver so that the chi or the energy flows? Mm. And then you actually look into the psychosomatic aspect of it, you know, what anger am I holding on to? What resentment am I mm. holding on to? Um, you know so it's like a when you start to look at the body holistically and like these are the beautiful conversations we have to people because it's like we're not afraid to open up people's eyes to new concepts well they whatever's working whatever they're doing now is not working for them you know and you're gonna have some nights you know even if you are a great sleeper you're gonna have some nights where it's gonna be a bit off Mm. you know whatever day's gone on your mind's a little bit more on um but then we're also more stimulated than ever before through unnatural light through screens um through just constant stimulation as well so so what happens is is through unnatural light our body has a has a rhythm called the circadian rhythm so that's a natural wake and sleep cycle that we 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 run naturally as humans now just think about uh, over in probably what last 100 150 years you know they're really that's the only introduction of light of electricity within our within our homes you know all before then we we're waking up from the sun and sleeping with the moon you know like it's uh so it hasn't been that long in our human history where we've <laughs> we've had all this 
stimulant and so our circadian rhythms are all a little bit skew with um, and going into the busy lifestyles we have now with shift work and working later and, and all of that go 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 um, productive energy to, to get ahead and I understand all of that and that's that's all fine but there are in the circadian rhythm what happens is that in our brain we have something that's secreted called melatonin and so that starts to secrete at, a, at the same time every night slightly different times for each person as as we are individuals and with the unnatural light there's a thing in there called blue light um, and so blue light's like a, a a radiation stimulant that comes from the sun now when we are constantly looking at screens or you know we're surrounded by these unnatural lights what happens is that that triggers the brain to think that the sun is still up you know we're, we're still so very ancient in the way that we run and so when the brain still thinks the sun's still up it goes well i'm not going to secrete the melatonin as as impeccably as i can because it doesn't it doesn't the sun's still up well, the, the 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 mind doesn't know the difference between daytime nighttime and otherwise the yeah. only thing that triggers it is the sun yeah you know our oct- octave nerves picks it up you know when um, when light enters that that's just like a trigger oh it's daytime now mm. oh the sun's starting to go down and it's a 14 hour period it's coming towards sleep time so i should start to re- release melatonin in a few hours yeah and so with the with the stimulation of the blue light the melatonin is not not secreted into the body as, as much as it can so when you are wanting to go to sleep if you've just been looking at your phone and i'm totally guilty of this as well i'm not saying i'm i'm you know the 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 the, the jesus of this but um but we've got tools to, to help mitigate that, like blue light blocking glasses and things like that. So, um, so that's what happens. So when you when you try to go to sleep, you're going to be quite restless, you know, for quite a while. You know, and people go, "Oh, my mind's active." It's like, well, of course it's active because melatonin hasn't been fully dumped into the body to actually start slowing it down and, and start the process of, of moving into sleep and going into your your sleep cycles. And so, I mean, these are, this is just one little action that we can become a bit more aware of you know we've got um salt lamps all throughout our house um so at night time you know if you want to walk around we've just got a nice dimly lit orange light that's floating around we've got blue blocker glasses there and uh and then obviously our, our sleep product as well to have beforehand which kind of just starts slowing everything down um but if you are having restless sleep you know going to bed i mean some people's minds are much more active than others some people are much more full of cortisol because their stress rates are, are a lot higher you know through their breathing as well i mean it all it all it all conjoins into the same faction totally totally and it's just like looking at it yeah it's a it's a big topic and there's so many subtle nuances to it yeah so many subtle nuances to it but it's like if, if you should be falling asleep quite easily yeah. okay you should be waking up between seven and eight hours later feeling recharged mm. and if you're not falling asleep easily if you're not waking up recharged it means that your natural sleep cycles throughout the night aren't happening mm. you know which means and and all of that is actually triggered from from the morning you know from when we wake up when we view sunlight it triggers um a spike in cortisol you know it, something's come something this is uh, something called the superchiasmatic nucleus is the thing that actually triggers all of these mechanisms cortisol raises in the morning so that we, our heart rate goes up so our blood flow increases so that we have more energy to get up throughout the day you know then 14 hours later our cortisol drops all right which actually allows melatonin to be released all right which means that we can actually drop into those deeper state of sleep so it's like if you're waking up you've got high cortisol levels all throughout the day you then try to fall asleep you know 
melatonin as you say it's not going to happen so that means that other mechanisms in the body isn't going to happen as well there's another key one called gaba right gaba is actually what helps to structure our rem non-rem sleep um and light sleep mm. so if that's melatonin is not being released gaba is not being released it means we may be asleep for eight hours mm. but we're not actually getting the restorative sleep that we need because we're not actually able to drop into these sleep cycles and a really good sign of this is if you're a light sleeper it means you're not actually dropping deeper into those sleep cycles mm. if you have broken sleep throughout the night it means you're not dropping into these sleep cycles if you don't dream it often mm. means that we're not dropping into our sleep cycles. Um, so it's like all of these things are like little little clues yep. that there needs to be some more, like they, we call, they call it sleep hygiene, right? Mm. There needs to be some more sleep hygiene tools that you take like all th throughout the day so that you can naturally start to get back in rhythm and in sync with yourself and with nature mm. because we're all just animals at the end of the day. Mm. And if there's one thing you can, if there's one thing you should focus on over and above everything else, it's getting your sleep right. Totally. And the older I get, the 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 more prevalent I understand that. Well, the more you start to feel it, because the more your testosterone levels start to yep. decrease, which the more you actually rely on sleep to actually rebuild, like those stores mm. of energy throughout the night. Yeah. You know, so the more apparent it feels because when you're in your 20s you're not even thinking about it you're burning the candle at both ends really? and it doesn't really matter it's not till you actually start to get a little older you know plus 30 that you actually start to realize the importance of it and realize that those years of debauchery are starting to catch up a little bit <laughs> i mean and, well, we're not saying don't be debaucherous no. but <laughs> just start to realize yeah if i if I had this knowledge in my 20s, I still would have done what I did in my 20s anyways. You oh, know? Totally. But then if you do that long enough, that becomes and develops a habit as well. For sure. Right? You know, like I, um, I would consider myself more of a night owl. And I put it to, I started hospitality very early in my life. And so I was working all night in nightclubs and, and staying awake all night. And, you know, like, and so I did that for years on end in, in my late teens, early 20s, right through to my mid 20s. And I think that has a big effect on me uh, later on now, whereas I can stay up later and sleep later. And I think that's, you know, created my circadian rhythm as it is. Whereas you're, you're an early riser, right? You know, you went, you went to boarding school, you know, you had more um, stringent... Um, more structure around Structure, it. like yeah. wake up times, yeah. like same as military people, yeah, you know, in like... In boarding school, the, yeah. the first alarm went off at, at 6.30. Yep. But even, and then I was still up at like 5.30. I'd yeah. like do my push-ups and go to the gym beforehand. So it's yeah. just like, that's just my circadian rhythm. Mm. Like it, our, all of us are going to have different energy um, dips and peaks. You know, this is the beautiful thing of the, that Rise app that, that we Correct. always share with the community in the state change program. It's like we have no affiliation with the app. We've just used and utilized it. And it just gives you some really good understanding on the circadian rhythm and, and your own unique sleep cycles based on some just some data that it takes for about a week and then it starts to give you a real understanding of like when your melatonin drops going to be mm. released right when your cortisol is going to be um like um, spiked in the morning and like all of us are different so they're all like they can be different between half an hour but it might, might mean that you may be able to structure your night Yep. and your your mornings based around it mm. so it's like for you it's like your your cortisol spike isn't till about nine o'clock right 
Yep. So it's like that's why you find it so hard to train in the morning and have to like make a conscious effort to yeah. get up. Yeah, and I'll have a nap in the mm. day. Like cause my trainings, I'm up at five thirty. Yeah, um, and I love to do it, and it's great, and it's creating discipline, and and it's the thing that I want to do. But even if I've gone to bed at ten thirty, which is the bedtime I usually go to at night time. Um, a 40 minute nap still is going to really refresh me uh, for the day just to get through the day and it doesn't it doesn't add on any or take away any sleep debt that's just kind of what's going to help refresh me from that morning um, but that's just knowing myself um, and going through these processes as mm. well and also your age is going to have a big uh, input into the amount of sleep that you need as well you know when we're babies obviously we need a lot more and then as we get into toddlers and moving through that phase up to about the age of about probably about 12 or 13 we don't need a lot of sleep that's why a lot of kids are up at four in the morning even though they went to bed at 10 because they're faffing about and they just got energy all damn day but you know at the age of you know two to five they still need a nap because that's obviously what the sleep that they need as well um, and then when you start getting into uh, your teenage years, I mean, that number can increase right up to about 12 to 14 hours sometimes mm-hmm. for some people as you're going through puberty and as you're going through all of those um, all of those hormonal changes. Um, and then once you start moving into your late 20s and 30s, yeah, you need your seven to eight hours. Um, and then you start moving as you get older and older, you need a little less and less, right? And then if you're a woman, you're going to start going through menopause. I mean, the amount of menopausal conversations we're having with women who, you know, in, in their in their middle years um their sleep just gets thrown out of whack instantly and they're just so frustrated with it because the hormonal activity in their body is just so alive and they're just keeping them up um and and they're not getting the sleep isn't helping them move through their menopausal process as well so it's the catch-22 mm, definitely and it's, it impacts on everything you know from like our mental health, our relationships, our cognitive ability, our desire for certain foods. Mm. You know, if our if we're not getting right sleep, it means our insulin levels are going to spike differently. It means we're going to be drawn towards like more junk food because it's going to like spike them, which is going to give us like a false energy because there's not real like good calories in it. You know, it, it, there's so many different things that are tied up in, in sleep. And it's like that really is why it's so important. One of our slides at, at our at our presentations is you know the best nootropics sleep the best trauma release sleep the best um, activity regulation. emotional regulation sleep you know everything if you can just start really nailing your sleep and I know Gary V talks about it's like like a lot of those like really high profile guys that you know there used to be a world online hustle of culture. just like hustle 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 like go 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 sleep four hours a night every night or you're a loser yeah. it's, it's like no 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 focus on the sleep and everything will will, will fall into line totally. you know even like Tim Ferriss I mean he's huge on sleep you know he talks about it all the time and it was a, a big light bulb moment for him when um when he was like i'm focusing on my sleep you know that's number one priority and mm. um, i i i have really i really do the same myself as well like it's a it's a big check-in like if we've had a, a huge weekend of talking at you know a thousand people each you know and and we've driven halfway across the country to get home and we don't get home till one and my alarm goes off at five and I check in with myself. I'm like, okay, am I just really not wanting to go, or is it that I really need some sleep right now? And and on Monday it was no, I really need some sleep right now. Um, ultimately, I was sick at the time as well. So, but it's a check in. It's a it's a check in. And and then it's that discipline and self awareness to go. Okay, is this just the voice that's trying to keep me in here, or is this actually me just being like, no, my body needs rest because I've done such big output. Totally, totally, man, totally. And um, yeah, so. 
let's go a little bit into the tools. Eh? Yes. There's a few tools that we can start to utilize, a few tools that we talk about with our um, state change program just to help start to improve some sleep hygiene. And if, if you think about it like in that hygiene aspect, it's not about like strictness. It's about, okay, just doing the things that are actually just going to clean out the body so that I can get the best night's sleep. Mm. You know, what can you do to help dump off cortisol mm. at, at the end of the day? What can you do to balance your temperatures out? You know, what can you do to help quiet the mind? You know, all of these different things are going to lead into to better quality sleep. Yeah. So a really simple matter of fact. So when we go through a sleep cycle, it's roughly about 90 minutes. And that's you, you go through from light sleep into REM sleep, non-REM sleep, and you come back around deep sleep and you come back around again. Now, at the end of every REM cycle, you, you, you get a dump of cortisol. That's why when we're in a dream, we can kind of wake up from a dream because that's at the end of a sleep cycle. And, uh, and so we get a dump of cortisol. Now, if we've got kind of an over-excess of cortisol from the day, um, an easy way to, to kind of get rid of that is just to go for a walk at nighttime. Go and walk it off a bit. You know, even having sex, you know, like what a great way to connect with your partner, you know, move through some energy. Um, and, uh, and you're going to be full of nice oxytocin after that as well, which is a nice, nice sleeping chemical. Well, you always have a better sleep after sex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's a really nice little one. Um, but yeah, as simple as just going for a walk, you know, it doesn't have to be huge. It could be 15 minutes, 20 minutes, just mm -hmm. go out, just move some of that cortisol through. So when you're going through your sleep cycles, if you're finding yourself waking up two, three times a night, you know, and you're bumping up, you know, that's going to be a really simple and effective way. Just try it. See if that can remove it as well. Yep. Um, another really simple tool for that as well is, you know, depending on who you are and how you feel a hot or a cold shower, uh, about an hour before you go to bed, you know, for me, a cold shower really pulls me into a nice deeper state of of relaxation and rest but for some people it might be a, a hot shower mm. you know and so the hotness will bring the energy back into your center of your of your um, organs and as you're trying to sleep they're going to nice hold the nice temperament totally and that all comes down to something called average temperature medium there you go. I'm getting all science on you science it's called average temperature medium everyone's is slightly different um between uh, a few degrees um so it's not saying one's better than the other. It's really about understanding what works for you. This is the same thing when it comes to the temperature of your room when you're sleeping as well. You know, I run hot. My partner runs cold. So it's like I'll have a sheet and she'll have two blankets, yeah. you know, and it's just about understanding that that is going to have an effect. So what you can do is even just having a conversation around if you do have those separate things when it comes like when it's starting to come into hotter um, temperatures in New Zealand now. So it's like we've stripped all those extra layers off the bed so that I can start to get a better sleep. Mm. Um, and Van just has a blanket on her side mm. um, so that she can stay warm, you know. Or you can actually get beds that have different um, like side mattresses and each of, these temp each of them run at different temperatures so that it works for your unique um, average temperature medium. There's something, there's a product for everything now. Oh, totally. <laughs> We've studied it all. I know. We've studied it all. Yeah, yeah. And um, and so yeah, just just working out what your temperature gauge is. It's it's a really important one. Like I, like during summer, I will sleep with a fan on religiously every single night. I can't do that. I never have. Really? The the noise just drives me Ooh, insane. See, me, I used to go to my cousin's house, and he always slept with a fan on. Like summer or winter yeah and just the the sound of it just has traumatized me oh i love it it's like a drone like, and then if you've got a mozzie in your room they blow them off you can't hear them no i, I love a fan yeah it's uh, it's like white noise for me and then the breeze just keeps me going and what's really interesting is if it's not like the dead of summer or it might be a little bit of a cooler night that night that in my sleep i'll turn it off 
at some time in the night. Interesting. And then I'll be back to sleep. Body knows. Yeah, it knows. I'll wake up and go, like, oh, the fan's not on. I don't remember doing that, but obviously that's what it needed. Totally. <laughs> um, and then and then also another another great tool we spoke about is the the beta blue blockers. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so you know just get into a good habit of wearing them around the house. You know, from about six seven o'clock at night while you're watching TV or you're looking at your phone or just just generally being out and about. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're traveling overnight, these are really good to wear on an airplane as well. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting and arriving somewhere when it's night time and you want to go to sleep, you know, this is a great thing to have. So another little tool in your arsenal that you can buy it once and, and, and you've always got, got it. And they're a dope pair of glasses too. It's like, it's interesting because yeah, cool. everyone at the Expos always talks about them because we have them on at the Expos because there's just so much unnatural light. Yeah. Um, in, in those stadiums wherever we are and like by the end of the day if you don't have them on you've just got this pain behind your eyes um, so everyone asks this question they're like oh tell us about the glasses um, and we're just like getting people to wear them and they look good on every single person every single it's one. such an interesting pair of glasses because yeah. like even me I'm, I'm not a fan of wearing glasses because most glasses don't suit my face but these just dapper they are dapper <laughs> I like that that's a good word um, so there's that tool and then you've got um, our sleep formula you know like it, it's it's got a you know, even if we didn't have the sleep formula, we would still speak about every ingredient in there for you to go and purchase, to go and get. So we've got kava, magnesium, L-theanine, virilion, passionflower, and chamomile, you know, all working together seamlessly to be able to slow your nervous system down with the natural sedative that kava is. Um, and then you've got the passionflower, valerian, and chamomile, which are going to now support to put you in those deeper states of REM sleep. Um, valerian, you know, for some people can give you quite crazy dreams, but, you know, don't be afraid of them. They're okay. Mm. You know, that's, it's all good. It's just what's in you. <laughs> totally. And, uh, and then the magnesium for your nervous system support. Yeah. You know, um, and we've got all therapeutic doses in there. Mm. And it tastes amazing. So you can have that like half an hour before you go to bed. Um, and so it's just about getting all these different adaptogens and, and piecing them all together. You know, there's some, some, some nighttime breath work, breath techniques you can do as well. There's yoga Nidras. Yoga Nidras, which mm. is like a meditation you just listen to and yeah. it just slows you down. There's binaural beats. There's a whole bunch of things. A whole bunch of things. Yoga Nidras is probably a good one to actually just like spend a little bit more time on because it, it's one of those really good tools if you find yourself like really trapped in your head mm. and trapped in, in thought. Like, Valerian camp and, and Passionflower do the same thing because they help produce something called GABA and mm. GABA is like the body's break. You know, cortisol, adrenaline, nor- noradrenaline, um, those are all like the accelerators, but GABA is the break. It just slows the body down, mm. stops everything, and it switches off thought. Mm. Like they use it for generalized anxiety disorder because you just like, I just feel my mind just like, just like clicks off. It's a beautiful thing. And um, that's exactly the same mechanism that you pull or lever that you pull when you do a yoga nidra because when you drop into deep meditative states, when you allow yourself through like active muscle relaxation um, and just focusing on your breath, it actually helps to produce GABA, which is going to help support the body just slowing down, the Mm. mind quieting. And quite often um, you just wake up in the morning. Like you find that you've just fallen asleep to it. Yeah. What What does Huberman call it? Can you remember? Uh, non-active deep rest. Oh, non-sleep deep rest. Non-sleep NSDR. deep rest. Yeah, that's non-sleep right. Non-sleep deep rest. So even a nap. A yeah. nap's non-sleep deep rest because yep. you're not actually allowing yourself to go into a full sleep cycle, yep. but you're just allowing the body to relax and the mind to shut off enough so that your energy levels can balance back out, so that your cortisol levels can drop and we can release GABA. Mm. Um, naps as well. Naps are a, a one I mentioned earlier. Um, if you're finding that you are struggling and you know there's there's nothing 
what would you say unproductive about having a nap no it's the best thing you can do like human talks about all the time he's like if works if if our work started to allow people to have naps we'd be so much more productive throughout the day because it's like you you don't get eight hours of productivity about out of anyone no especially if you've hired them yeah like even in new zealand new zealand actually has one of the worst productivity scores in the world um, when it when it comes to like how much work you're actually getting outside of someone, and that's essentially actually why they brought in a coffee break, because mm. they actually started to notice that when they were allowing people to have a coffee break at ten and three because of the caffeine, mm. their productivity rates and productivity scores were like flying through the roof. So it's like that's the reason you have a break, yep. a ten minute break at your work, is literally because of c- caffeine. When you think about, look at the the. The, the countries that have siestas and have sleeps in the middle of the day, mm. you know, they, they're they pretty happy peeps. Oh, totally. And they, they, they cuss you out too. I remember when we were in <laughs> Sardinia and um, it was uh, everything shut down between three and four in the afternoon. And like me, Amp and Ginge, we were just roaming through the streets and this lady just puts her head out the window and she's just like yelling at us. And we we're like, we can't understand, like, uh, no, no Italiano. And, uh, she just says in English, she's like, go home. And she's like, you're meant to be sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so good. See, that's that's a world I could live in. You could definitely. I'm a nap king. Yeah, the loafers, the white, the cotton shirts. Yeah. Well, I, when I was, uh, when I was a, a real estate agent, you know, like there were long days. If I was in the office and I just felt like the, the sleep coming on, I would literally just lean back in my chair and I would just nap at my desk, you know. Sometimes I remember once I woke up and the, the people in the office had taken a photo of me, printed it out and stuck photos of me sleeping all around my desk as I woke up and there was one stuck on me. I was like, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> Mike is the king of naps. I love a good nap. He yeah. does. So, yeah, when it's... Um yeah, when it comes to tools, man, there's so many different things, so many different mechanisms that you can pull. Um, as, you, as you say, like light is, is a really, really 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 big one mm. um so it's like yeah allowing yourself to not become addicted to the screens in the in the evenings you know it's so easy to just fall into that trap of like checking your phone just before you go to bed yep. you know and there's nothing to see no i find myself like actually falling into that trap a lot lately and Same. there's there's literally there's nothing to see there's nothing ain't nothing good going on and then 10 minutes scroll past and you're like fuck i could i could be asleep already correct mm. yeah caffeine caffeine's a huge one um, so caffeine's a big correlation to it, it's a big part of people's lives you know we're not here to take coffee away from anyone or, or or anything like that it's just it's like sugar don't have to be afraid of sugar it's just the overconsumption of things uh become the devil right um you know how many times are we talking to people oh, i have a coffee at 10 at night and i sleep fine like okay i'm not saying you probably don't fall asleep because the, the the caffeine on your adenosine is, is obviously you know works pretty pretty incompatible um compatigo, compatible compatible <laughs> um, speaking italiano um pretty pretty compatible and um but it's it it's still a stimulant so it's still not going to allow yourself to drop into those deeper states of of actual sleep for you to get that that nurturing rest that you need so rule of thumb is about 10 8 to 10 hours 8 to 10 hours yeah before you go so have your coffee you know when unless you're training you don't need to have coffee first thing in the morning now if you're going to go and do some physical exertion caffeine's a little bit of caffeine's fine it's great it's going to give you that boost because you're going out to go and blow out all of your cortisol levels and everything anyways but if you're just waking up and you it's the first thing you're going to do you are just stimulating and, and stressing your nervous system for no no point because your adenosine and your 
your adrenaline and your cortisol are peaking at its highest. Mm. So adding caffeine on top of that is not actually giving you the wake up. It's mm. actually just giving you a crash. Mm. Um, so wait to about an hour, hour and a half before you have your coffee. And then just keep them before midday if you're going to sleep about 10 at night. Mm. You know, that's all. It's not, simple, it's not overly complicated, is no, it? No, but you need. But if it's a habit, if it's an addiction to the caffeine, I mean, there's, there's other alternatives out there, such as our focus. <laughs> totally. What a segue. <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk about one without the other because they work so well together. Totally. Because, you know, you've got, you've got a focus formula there. And again, it's stacked full of ingredients. We would just say, hey, look, if you want to have a nice uh, sharper edge during the day without adding caffeine so you're not messing with your sleep, here's X, Y, and Z ingredients for you to go and take. And that's what we've got in our focus formula. Um, so enjoy your coffees, you know. And now if you're at a meeting or something, you can have a decaf during the afternoon. I, I don't drink coffee because I can... I just look at caffeine and it'll stimulate me. Um, and uh, it's very it's very rarely, but I use caffeine as a tool if I need to use it. Sure, you know, a long stint of driving or something like that. Correct, right? Um, so so I'm happy with it then, but I feel it though. Oof, I feel it. So if you're still just going about your normal day, you know, find some sort of um, coffee alternative for the afternoon that's going to help, you know, give you the sharpness that you're looking for. Still give you that, um, still give you that ritual of that hot drink that you're having um, but yeah, not adding the caffeine or the stimulant to uh, to to yourself mm. to mess with your sleep and energy drinks. Just get rid of them. You know uh, they are no good. Just full of chemicals and nasty things. You know we don't tell people what a lot what to do in our lives. But if you're drinking ca- the energy drinks, there's nothing good about those. <laughs> nothing at hey, all. Nothing. At you, all. you know. I would put them above smoking darts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if you're smoking darts and having a V, <laughs> I mean, what a combination. I was, I was Look, a tra- I'm not going to lie that there hasn't been points in my life where hey. I smoke a dart and have a V. I was a tradie back in the day, man. <laughs> you know? But that was in my prime. I was 19, 20, you know? That's when, the, that's when V's brought out those huge cans. Oh, it was the very first one. Oh, they were like 750s, eh? And oh, the ones big, that had like the, the big screw on the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I'd, I'd drink one of those, have a dart and a pie. But uh, different life. But there was a guy I worked with. Man, he would have five of those a day totally five I had a, I had a friend in America when we were 18 and he'd have five a day and he went off them he tried to do a month without them and after three days he his whole mm. body was just shaking because yep. of the addiction yep yeah there's so many nasty things in there mm. so your energy drinks team they're not they're not helping you at all not at all um, they'll give you a huge spike yeah you know look if you're gonna go and run an ultra marathon or something like that if you've got huge output there's always a time and a place for things, right? Always. But most people aren't doing that. No, it's the reliance. And it's the reliance, it's yeah. It's the reliance. And like people need it. They need it yeah, to yeah. wake up. They need to have their coffee in the morning or they're yeah. not a happy person. Yeah. You know, they need to have a coffee in the afternoon. Um, otherwise, they don't make it through the day. And it's like, these are real big signs that your adrenals are just screaming. Just and you're, you're, yeah, you're leading, you're going to eventually burn out or, or lead into adrenal fatigue. You know, because your your body needs that unnatural stimulation of cortisol for you to actually feel balanced. Mm. So it's like you're you're naturally building your baseline for cortisol to be higher. Yep. That means it's going to stay that way, and it means it's just going to keep peaking. I spoke to a lady at an expo once. Uh, it was nine in the morning. No, it was ten in the morning. No, would have been about ten thirty. Anyways self-professed coffee addict I said yeah no she's a baker and and um she's always awake and she's a lovely lady um she's telling me about her coffees i said oh how many have you had today she goes i've had 15 today already i said excuse me she goes yeah i've had 15 i said well how many do you have in a day she goes about 40 
I said, is this every day? She goes, no, some days I have 30. But... How do you I, have that much time? I was like, that's... Wow. And she goes, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really addicted. I'm really addicted to, to coffee, mm. you know? Um, and, I mean, there have been a couple of people I've spoken to as well who aren't at those numbers, but still fairly high numbers. And that's just their, their constant uh, state of stress that they, they have felt comfortable to live in. Mm. It's like... Oh, could you imagine having 40 coffees, brother? Holy shit. I couldn't imagine having four. I know. <laughs> It'd be an anxious wreck. I had one this morning. Yeah. And I could just feel, I was like, I, f- I needed, felt like I needed to rush to to the rest of my day. Yeah. And it was just such an interesting thing to just observe. Like, some, I enjoy coffee from time to time. And, like, sometimes it hits and it feels good. But more often than not, I just feel like an anxious wreck. Mm. Yeah, I'm the same. But, Yeah. So, so caffeine, you know, try and try and just kind of minimise it before twelve, mm. you know, like, and even even if that's the one thing that you change, you'll you'll notice some significant impact quite quickly on your sleep, mm. you know, you'll you'll even if you are one of these people that can just sleep on it, like you'll just find that you're waking up more rested, you'll just have more sleep, you know, and when we say the word sleep, sleep is what we're talking about is going through the sleep cycles, going through the different light to to deep sleep cycles and coming back and then going through it again you yeah. know because that's where your body's doing all it's flushing out it's yeah. doing all of its good stuff yeah because and like if you're having an eight hours of sleep a night like just use it as a as a median you should be getting four hours of light two hours of deep um and two hours of rem mm. so if you do track it if your stats aren't at that then you're not actually getting a quality night's sleep like if you're getting six hours of light sleep then you're not actually going through those detoxification processes. You're not actually moving through those cycles properly. Um, and then that's that's where, you know, different looking at your cortisol levels, that's where utilising sleep products uh, are going to support you dropping into those sleeper, deeper sleep states. Like we had someone message us who was getting eight hours of sleep. He showed us a sleep bar. She's like, I'm getting eight hours, but I still just wake up feeling groggy. And he had sleep for a week and his um, REM sleep expired five times. Yeah, he and went from 25 minutes to an hour and a quarter and was on his watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like that's for me. It's like yeah, we haven't done any clinical trials on the product yet, and we like we do plan on doing it later yep. down the track when we have the equity to be able to fund it. Um, but it's like for me, anecdotally, it's like looking at this information. It's mm. like oh, dope. It's it's working the way we designed it to work. Mm. And also, our our modern day sleep cycle is is still quite young in its process. Mm-hmm. Um, for for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, the sleep cycle, like when there was no street lights to turn on, there was no actual like light pollution um people would go to sleep at about seven o'clock and wake up at about midnight mm. and then be awake for about four or five hours and then mm. go back to sleep till the sunrise totally and that was that was the normal sleep cycle mm. like you would just wake up and, and roam around the house do your thing for four or five hours in the middle of the night and then and then you would go to sleep and then the sun would wake you up and then you would go about your day mm. um and that was a sleep cycle that was a lot longer than the the, the straight sleep that we're having now mm. and i mean it just seems so so odd but if that's the way that the collective needed its sleep, you know, without any light pollution, then that to me it sounds more natural. Mm, definitely, it's like it's like a form of either evolution or de-evolution. Oh, exactly. Yet, yet, yet yeah. to know, right? Have you heard of um? I forget what it's called now. You know what's um? It's that process where where you you stay awake and you sleep for twenty minutes every um. Is it every hour or every? I think it's 20 minutes every few hours. Few hours, yeah. yeah and you only average like four hours of actual so, sleep. Yeah, so our, our 
our business consultant he's a weapon and yeah. so if he's going through a huge process of getting work done he will put himself into this and, and he stands by it he's like this this really works for me he goes you have to get your 20 minutes and otherwise if you don't you just crash yeah um like it's it's really stringent so he uses it when he's got you know big reports he's got to write over the case of two weeks or something like that um and that's what will get him through so there's there's different sleep cycles you can trial that work for you as well you know like it, it, it's 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 not a one case fits all and it's for whatever um, outlook on life you've got going on as well in different stages you yeah. know it's like when you have kids your sleep is gonna be affected because yep. there's something outside of you that really governs how 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 well you're going to sleep yep. you know and then it's like even for a lot of like um mothers it would be as their kids start to get older actually then getting out of that habitual pattern of being a light sleeper yeah. you know that's be- beauty of um my sister that was the benefit she said she got from taking sleep yeah. like because she was so used to her son waking up he's now four because she was so used to him waking up and her having to get up and like change and feed him and blah 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 as he starts to get older and he doesn't need that same yeah. amount of care she's still a, just a light sleeper because mm. of it so there'd be a little movement and she'd wake up and check on him realizing that he was just rolling over or turning but like now she gets a full night's sleep mm. because it's just helping like the, the carver just helps sedate her so that she can actually like not be so restless and she's a better mum for it right Cause yeah. she's focusing on her sleep totally. my brother-in-law's the same i mean caleb i think he's been tired for for 10 years you know like you know he ended up having ever identical twins at the end of of you know their their cycle and and, and still having uh, i think him and my sister ended up having four kids under five you know and two of them were identical twins <laughs> like yes yeah, you know, and and he's an early riser, so he's up. Yeah, you know, he's a managing like you. You know, like he just gets on and gets things done. Very successful guy. Um, but uh, but you know when he took our product, you know, he's like, man, it's the first time I've actually had sleep. He goes, I slept the same amount of time, but it was actual sleep yeah. that I had. Um, and you know the refreshingness of it. So yeah, so for parents out there, we're not we're not we're certainly not going. Hey you know all these things you're going to add into your life and you're going to get perfect sleep it's like no 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 we've all got different lives totally. you know but how can you focus on getting the quality sleep of the sleep that you're getting totally. i think is the best thing yeah, and that just sort of speaks to the integrity of the brand that we're building as well i know mm. we like talk about the product but it's just like it's these tools are as important and it's even when we talk with the conversation with people it's like we turn the back of the packet over and say look we want you to take this take it half an hour before you go to bed scan this qr code that's on the back there's like seven different sleep tools that you can utilize pretty much everything that we've just spoken about on this mm. podcast choose a few of them and start implementing them into your life yep. you know big one caffeine big one light exposure um see how that really helps and affects you while you're also getting the benefits of of the herbs that are naturally going to help support those sleep cycles as well yeah correct because with sleep it's not going to be one thing that that sorts it out no nope. there's it, it's it's going to piggyback you know yep. like the very rare occasion we do get somebody because we offer 100 percent you know money back guarantees you know like if someone buys that because we stand by it so much and the the odd few out of the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds we've sold already um that are like hey this doesn't work for me we're like cool we'll give it back to you straight away but but they're looking for a quick fix they're looking for something you know that's that's going to instantly change them it's like well have you tried the other tools on there no no i haven't but it's okay no worries it's all good it's not obviously for you Mm. and, that's and then okay. there's some people that don't even want help with their sleep no they run or run away with them <laughs> people people love holding on to their problems don't they <laughs> they do <laughs> <laughs> you can't help people who are unwilling you know, exactly. that's, that's as simple as that exactly you know? um but yeah sleep ladies and gentlemen 
um, start start educating on it. Start getting some some better idea on it. And you want to turn your life around very quickly. Start start focusing on your sleep and and again the breath work and all the different you know processes that we talk about that are on here that can help get to those root causes because um, you know there might be. A, a, a sleep trauma response of when you were a child you know like maybe you know like the way that your parents parented you and they just let you cry yourself to sleep every night you know as the air quote self-soothing method or something like that you've carried that through to your adult stage so when it's actually going to bedtime you're actually like chaotic and it's traumatic about it it's right? triggering, yeah. and it's triggering for you and, and so that's just going to keep you tossing and turning you know or maybe um, you, you've gone through a death in the family while you're asleep and you woke up to somebody who died, a, a, a long partner or something like that, right? And now it's like, well, I don't want to go to sleep because that triggers a response of if I go to sleep, then then somebody might be dead when I wake up. So so we can go on a deeper, deeper level, totally. you know, like with all of this stuff, yeah. you know? So so there are root causes for things. It's just, are you are you willing to, to have a look at them mm. or feel them or go through them and, and, and have a look at all these different tools around that, that we've got on offer to, to really support you. That's it. And so if you are like intrigued to, to improve your sleep and, and to sort of delve into the, the science of it and to learn a little bit more, we'll, we've left a link um, in the description of this podcast, which is going to take you to the free resources page on our website that has all of this information on it. Mm. You know, that is how important this stuff is. That is why we want to educate you guys on it and we're dedicating a full podcast to it because like we know the benefits of getting a good night's sleep. We understand how big of a problem it truly mm. is and we really just want to provide you guys with the free information that's out there. You know, you don't have to buy our product. No. You know, this is not what this podcast is no. about. It's actually just about educa- educating you guys so that you can actually educate yourself and sort of take your own journey with it. You know, there's a free guide on there that actually guides you through a 30 day challenge of implementing mm-hmm. um, a few different tools at a time to see what helps you. So mm-hmm. the information's there. Um, it's it's your choice what you do with it. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. All right, team. Well, I think we'll uh, we'll leave it there. But yeah, go and go and go and look at your sleep. Go and trial out these 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 tools. And, and, and as always, if you want to dive a little bit deeper, just reach out to me and Ryan. We're, we're very accessible, very available. We love talking about all these things mm. and um, just genuinely helping people in their lives. So uh, if you've stuck along for the journey today, thank you very much. We appreciate y'all and uh, we love you and we'll see you next week. We love you, everybody. Sure.